Welcome to the Spiritual Singer Podcast. I'm Jess, your friendly neighborhood dubro medium and recovered skeptic, here to explain the unexplainable, to dive deep into spiritual concepts, to educate, inspire, and empower you. Whether you're just dipping your toes into the water of woo-woo or fully underway in your spiritual journey, trying to find your place. Grab an espresso, a wine, or whatever you need to get ready. It's about to get spiritual. Welcome back. This week we're going to talk about eclipses. What are they? When can we expect them? What do they do to us? How can we make our way through it? And everything in between. In general, eclipses have been known as times of chaos. Chaos in the sense that you should just not expect the expected, really. Like, expect the unexpected. Whatever you expected, just toss it out the window because it's probably not happening. In other words, they bring unexpected or crisis events into our lives. They are destined or karmic situations that were meant to happen. Depending on where they fall in your birth chart or your zodiac sign, you'll often see a massive change in an area of your life. Meaning that depending on how much you know about astrology, so all of the different houses like all of the different zodiac signs are equated to different things so if your taurus is in the fourth house that's going to be different as if it's in the fifth house and if that eclipse is in taurus and literally you can have all of these answers just with a quick google there's so many free sites that do your birth chart for you and then you can literally just pop it in google and say well okay if my taurus is in the fifth house what does that mean for me or you can shell out a bit of money and go for a astrology reading. I find them really fun and helpful. Um, if you guys don't know where to go to that, I have a few people I would recommend. The thing that I find most helpful to remember about eclipses is that these are things that we know deep down that are supposed to happen, right? Like, they're sort of, it's more that it's revealing things to us, old patterns, insecurities, limitations, and fears. It's making us aware of these lower vibrational energies within you and also around you, right? It's giving us the opportunity. It sort of puts the ball in our court, meaning, okay, you sort of saw this coming in some way or another, whether it was consciously or unconsciously. And now, the universe is putting this thing in front of you that may feel like an explosion at the time of your life, but you have the power to heal and transmute these lower vibrational energies so you can let them go, so you can turn them into something better. And in this sense, an eclipse cycle is a huge healer. It's a helper. It's a friend. It's an ally. It's there for us because they shine a spotlight on where you're out of alignment. So it's literally offering us an opportunity to transform and shift into greater harmony and coherence with your truth, with the highest possibilities for your life. They get a bad rep because illuminating this stuff, revealing these lower vibrational energies to you is not always fun and easy. It can be painful and challenging. And this is why they get feared. And they've even been believed to have harmful spiritual side effects. Right? 
The breakup you've been avoiding, the job we're too scared to leave, the crush we don't have the guts to text, eclipse time is the universe's way of forcing our hand. They push us out of our comfort zone and open and close chapters of our lives so that we are never in the same place for too long. In general, like the new moon and full moon, eclipses too have some meaning attached. So solar eclipses bring you destined new beginnings and opportunities, known as being more exciting, friendly, and joyous, whereas lunar eclipses bring faded endings, breakdowns, or breakthroughs. They can be immensely emotional and cause things to break down that are not working and cause us to face the truth about underlying feelings, fears, and our shadow selves. Now, word of warning, (laughs) if you're listening to this podcast, you're likely a recovered skeptic like me, and there are still parts of you, or you just stumbled on it today and you're like, who the hell is this chick? But if you know me, you are likely a recovered skeptic like myself, and there are still parts of you that are rooted in your cynical realist self. So let's acknowledge that part of our brain and remind it that this isn't for everyone. You shouldn't hide under the covers every lunar eclipse. It could be the greatest time of your life. We are all on our own individual paths and some will resonate more than others. We'll explain astrologically why later, but remember, the most important voice here is your own, right? And I want to emphasize that because even like we said earlier, looking to our different zodiac signs, the different eclipses will have different feelings and meanings and focuses for all of us. So let's just acknowledge that realist part of our brain and say, you're right, brain. There is no way that the moon and the sun moving around can affect everyone in the same way. And I know that my voice, my intuition, my highest self is the best voice to follow. Speaking of staying in touch with reality, let's talk about what an eclipse actually is. So, an eclipse is an observable event that happens as a result of an alignment of the sun and moon or another planet. As NASA explains... A lunar eclipse happens when the Earth blocks the light from the sun so that the the Earth's shadow falls on the moon. Lunar eclipses happen at least twice a year and can last for a few hours. On the other hand, solar eclipses happen once every 18 months and only last for a few minutes. Solar eclipses happen when the moon lines up directly between the sun and the Earth so that the moon casts a shadow on the Earth. Right, so that it's interesting that solar eclipses are known to bring us into light because actually they're giving us moments of darkness. That's so interesting. I never thought about that before. Um, That's like what actually happens in space, right? Like we're talking about, I didn't make that up. I got that from NASA. I got that from obviously my best friend Google. You know me. But that was the best description I found, which makes sense. Okay. To be honest, I don't really care what the planets are doing. I care more about this. (laughs) So what happens astrologically is that they come in a pair of zodiac signs for about 18 to 24 months until they're completed the cycle. So astrologically, so like actually, uh, physically, spatially, (laughs) get it? Because it's in space. Astrologically, 
what happens? Lunar eclipses last for a few hours and solar, solar eclipses last only for a few minutes. But as we see here, astrologically, they last for 18 to 24 months. And, you know, I don't know if you know about the polarities, but they're like the sign that's opposite of you. So eclipses always take place in the following polarities. Aries, Libra, Taurus, Scorpio, Gemini, Sagittarius, Cancer, Capricorn, Leo, Aquarius, and Virgo, Pisces. I obviously know the most about the Taurus-Scorpio axis, which makes me mad because my uh, ex was a Scorpio and I'm a Taurus. I don't even want to share an axis anymore, but here we are. Can't move the planets around just because of a breakup. <laughs> so if you don't know where your sign falls on that, then you should. And why am I not talking about this specific eclipse? Because I want to just leave this here as a resource to go back to if you want to look at this in the next 18 months on the next eclipse. Um, but as we said, each eclipse is different in itself in that the way that obviously we know that um, each new full moon happens at a different time each new moon because the new moon there was a solar eclipse now there's the full moon and there's a lunar eclipse it doesn't always happen that way and they're all in different signs so it's kind of important for you to do your own research or watch a youtube video or book some kind of reading during this time to figure out how exactly it's going to affect you so here we're just going to stay general so once a cycle in a pair finishes, it will return again roughly in seven to eight years. However, a complete cycle takes 19 years and the eclipses will return to the same degree and sign roughly 19 years apart from each other. So it's helpful to reflect back 19 years if you're old enough and you'll likely see th similar themes and patterns arrive once again. I'm going to be honest with you guys. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to remember what I did 20 years ago, but whatever. Interesting. If you're somebody who likes that, I mean, I journal, so I guess I could look back from my journals, but I don't always keep them. So if that's a project that you'd like to take on, go for it. Eclipses set up themes for the coming six months. We can also start to feel them approaching the month before they arrive, and they can still bring in their news the following weeks after. However, most people receive news of an eclipse in the week that surrounds it. From an astrological point of view, the eclipse will always be colored by the planetary aspects it makes at the time of lunation. So you can't ever say whether or not it's a good eclipse or bad eclipse without consulting an astrologer and seeing how it interacts with the sky at that point in time. Or again, doing a quick Google and just remember, do whatever you want anyways. Like if you do this Google and you're like, oh my God, I'm a Virgo and this eclipse is going to bring the end of my career but then you look at the numbers and you're like damn i crushed it in my business this month or like i just got a promotion last week and you're just truly evaluating and looking at your life and things feel good then things feel good like don't think too hard about it mm. don't rob yourself of joy or limit yourself because we feel all of our feelings here right so if you're having like we had a solar eclipse I have no sense of time anymore <laughs> a little while ago and it was a really dark moment for me not for any specific reason I just was feeling like turning inward like hanging out with my shadow self for a minute watching too much tv and eating too many snacks and that's okay I'm not gonna say you shouldn't do this because there's a solar eclipse and you should be feeling like you're on top of the moon right now no just went with what felt good 
and I'm glad that I did. My, speaking of that, my best spiritual advice during these times is to surrender to the flow of the universe and accept that change has come. This is good advice for always, right? And I remember, like, right now, we're already sort of in this eclipse energy, right? And I've been finding myself reacting to everything. And so I think that a great reminder is just that the only thing that is guaranteed in life is that nothing is guaranteed, is that everything will change. And knowing that, that leaves us more flexibility to be open to all of the possibilities so how can we stay open and be accepting of this change because it is going to happen whether we like it or not life goes on whether we like it or not there's a song cycle and there's a song by Debussy he's a French composer and (laughs) it sounds like really happy but it makes me just reflect so much when I sing it, when I hear it because he talks about life being a merry-go-round and the song goes so fast it's so fast and there's no slowing down oh, maybe like once, but whatever and it's like, you can't get off you can't get off I mean, when your body decides to leave the earth, sure but we don't really have control over that either it just sort of keeps turning and once you're strapped in for the ride you can't just hop out you can't just hop out of a roller coaster when you're already going 90 degrees fun fact i actually did that this summer with jill who was on my uh was it my last podcast the imposter syndrome expert if you haven't listened to that episode it's a really good one she's a really smart funny wonderful person i'm so grateful to know her um anyways let's go through some do's and don'ts and then I will send you off with all of the love and light into this eclipse season. So, repeating myself for the bajillionth time, just in case you didn't hear before, do whatever the fuck feels good to you. Always follow yourself. And remember that these will affect everybody in a different way. But general do's and don'ts of eclipse season is <clears throat> it's not the best time to make life choices or be impulsive because you don't have all the information just yet you should expect big news to come right and it brings this news usually in waves or acts i guess you could say like an action like a like a here i am something happened this is big you got to deal with it so that's why if we're going through a crisis or a heartbreak it could be redirecting us to the best and brightest experiences still to come last thing is that our energy tends to be heightened and erratic so like i was saying i feel very reactive right now and i need to check myself (laughs) because nobody's perfect um and so that way ritual manifestation or energy work isn't really ideal at this moment in time it's all about just staying open to the universe trusting your intuition meditating journaling taking care of your physical and mental health and being prepared to um move with to to move with whatever this big event in your life may be it could be nothing remember it could be nothing destiny is coming 
be not afraid you were born for this eclipses give us the opportunity to examine our place in the world and our paths going forward can you surrender and trust that this is for your highest and best or if that's too woo woo can you surrender to well it's happening anyway might as well make the best of it right I feel called to pray with you right now, which is strange. I don't think I've ever done that on a podcast. Maybe the meditation episode. Um, So let's close this podcast with a prayer. I won't do my regular outro. I'll just leave you with this, but I'll remind you that you can book digital or live readings through my Instagram or my website. My website's my name, jessicapantaroto.com or my Instagram, The Spiritual Singer. I will leave all the links below. Thank you so much for listening. Share this with anyone you think might find it helpful. And, oh, before I forget, I just started a new subscription service. So you can sign up and have full moon updates sent directly to you. Um, you can pause, you can cancel. It's all there. It's $22.22 a month right now, which is crazy cheap. Um, while I work out the tech stuff together with you it's called by the moon i'm so excited it's just like a personalized moon update in the form of a reading that just slides into your email so you don't even have to remember you literally don't have to do anything okay let's close with a prayer divine source infinite creator we thank you for all of life's moments for the sweet and the sour. We know that these feelings are temporary, that this existence, this experience, this earth body experience is temporary and that everything that we are experiencing is medicine for our souls. That we have the power to decide to step forward, to step onward and upward into our highest and best, bringing us closer to you, closer to love, closer to each other. Hmm. We are so blessed to have this earth experience. What a profound and humbling and beautiful time and place to be alive to be connected to you to ourselves hmm. with all of this gratitude i ask that you guide us all through these eclipses to our highest and best to the highest and best for all timelines that we may feel the connection to whatever spirit guides saints gods whoever it is that needs to step forward for us and that they may bring us all to our highest and best with 
love and light.